0: Welcome to the Wendy DeRosa sessions support for you as an empathic, sensitive, intuitive, and human being on the path of deepening your consciousness, spiritual growth, intuition, energy healing, and personal transformation. Welcome to this next episode of the Wendy DeRosa sessions called Healing Patterns of Codependency Energetically. So what's interesting is I thought just before this episode, before recording, I would actually look up the definition of codependency because I know what I understand codependency to be and I've read a lot of things. I've experienced aspects of it in my own system. I've worked with others on it. I wanted to see what the definition was, and I'm taking from a Merriam-Webster, not necessarily a, you know, a therapeutic uh, source here, but it says that a, it's a psychological condition or a relationship in which a person manifesting low self-esteem and a strong desire for approval has an unhealthy attachment to another, often controlling Or manipulative person to excuse me to another often often controlling or manipulative person, such as a person with an addiction to alcohol or drugs. Now we know that sometimes codependency can coincide coincide with an addiction of some sort. We also, I will say that many very um, very healthy and clear and normal people who wouldn't necessarily see themselves through a lens of codependency could actually carry codependent qualities and traits or patterns in their system. So I actually wanna really break down codependency a little bit more from an energetic perspective. So we think of codependency I think of codependency and it used the word self in that, in that definition. I think of codependency as I have disconnected from myself and the self is something we need to expand on, break down a little bit, but I've disconnected from myself and Therefore, my outreach for connection, whether it's self-soothing, whether it's attachment, whether it's grounding, whether it's bonding, whether it's reenacting an old pattern that's really comfortable, that I have disconnected from myself and therefore I'm attaching externally to someone or something that is keeping me from myself. So what I wanna talk about for a moment here is the self. So I'm an energy healing person, which means that I see things through the energetic system and my template is the chakras. I look at the chakras in the body. I look at other things also in the system, but the chakras, have been around. I mean, the, the awareness of them have been around for thousands and thousands of years. They're old in the system. They've been sort of perceived in, uh, it's been perceived and downloaded through mystics meditating in caves in various places in the world who have come up with similar information from this, this system in our body that exists, that's energetic. So, you know, fast forward throughout eras of time, we have the internet and we have modern day society of adaptations and such of the chakra system. And what I have come to understand through my own work with the chakras is that they are, they are deeply, uh, they carry within us deep, deep information about our soul and about the patterns that we might replay that might also contribute to what therapy might consider psychological or mental. Because codependency has sometimes been perceived as a mental or psychological uh, aspect or a psychological pattern or disorder. If it's called a disorder, I don't even know. It is, I think. But from an energy healing perspective, When we look at the system of the body, the self entails the entire system, the entire energy body, the soul inside the body. That's important because what happens for many people who find themselves under the patterns of codependency, is that there's some similarities in the energy system for different people. Different people have similarities. Different people who are considered codependent have similar similarities, similar similarities, which are this. Most of the time, what happens in the energy body is that we are raised in environments where it was either modeled for us or we are raised in environments where it wasn't modeled necessarily, but it, um, safety or survival or a sense of safety and connection and bonding and attachment within self was compromised in some way. So what that means in the energy system is that we've got this beautiful power center, lots of beautiful power centers. One of them is at the base of the spine. It's your root chakra. And that this power center houses so much of our sense of safety and sense of self and sense of trust and bonding in this world, feeling attached and a sense of belonging here on this planet, being connected to our bodies, feeling again, a sense of trust, but in self. So, when we're talking about the sense of self from an energy healing perspective or from a chakra anatomy perspective, we're actually talking about the foundation of the root chakra and feeling self in that area. But if I were raised in an environment where my root chakra, let me back up to say that the root chakra's primary formation is happens in the years zero in in utero to seven years old. So everything that I'm experiencing as a little person, a child is through absorption and modeling and sort of the unspoken, but it's absorbing into the consciousness of my root chakra. And I, at that point, very young, internalize that to determine how I am in relationship with myself. So what happens in the energy body is if I can't be in relationship with myself because this environment doesn't, this environment I was raised in, the system I was raised in, doesn't exactly make connection to myself feel safe or possible because there's yelling and screaming, because there's addictions of sorts, because there's projection, because there's unsafety, because there's ungroundedness or unsettledness or because there's trauma or whatever it might be, then what happens in the energy system is that root chakra starts to contract, it closes down. And it does so to self-preserve. And at that point, the self, the soul, the soul in the body that makes up the self starts to lift up higher in the body. And we start to function a little higher. And what happens is we disconnect from the lower half of the body. And then the second chakra just above it is the relationship power center. That is the power center through which we feel ourselves emotionally. We feel our relationship to our own emotions. We feel sensitivity, creativity, passion. We feel sexuality. We feel ourselves in relationships with others. We bond. We feel the emotions of others. We might respond. And so what happens here is that this power center starts to lose its boundaries. It starts to open up too much. Sometimes it closes down, but the, the result is the same, which is that at this point, my second chakra area of my body is a place I can't feel myself. I'm no longer in relationship with myself or how I feel or how my emotions are. I can instead from this sentient, energetic experience, feel other people. I can feel what they're feeling. I can feel what they need. I have disconnected from my needs. Having needs is not going to be okay or safe. So I better prioritize what everyone else needs at the expense of myself and I can't feel myself. And so what happens here is that it's completely on an energetic level in the body. The second chakra power center, center, deeply subtle, its job is to feel the subtle, to feel what's beneath the table, to feel what other people aren't saying. That's what the second chakra does. It feels the truth beneath the table. It feels the need beneath the table. So if my second chakra says to me, unconsciously, it responds in this way that in order for me to feel safe in myself, I'm going to need to prioritize someone else's emotions, someone else's feelings and meet those needs, take care of them. At that point, at that point, I disconnect and shut down to myself. I no longer have a second chakra for me. My second chakra is about over caretaking, over parenting, over loving, um, over pacifying, really making sure everything around me is okay. And what's interesting about it, and this is why it's patterned, is because it's so deep in the low body that anything below the belt is ingrained. It's old. It's been there a really long time. And so the body has an operating system of its own. It's doing it. Even if up here says, you know, up here, meaning heart to head says, I don't want to be doing that. Like I see it. I know better. Why am I doing it? And so what it comes down to is not how do I shift psychologically my thoughts and my patterns. That's part of it. That's not, I don't want to negate that. But the real shift is how do I start to feel myself in order to have an esteem of self, we need to be able to feel ourselves. And some of that means unlocking parts of ourselves. We have never had a chance to feel that might be good. Sometimes it's emotional. Sometimes there's feelings we need to feel, but sometimes there's aspects of our self that are in the closet that we haven't had the chance to know because we've been caught in a pattern of whatever it is, the codependency over caretaking. So the work in this deep shifting around codependency and an energetic perspective is actually more about how do I feel? feel myself in the first and cha- second chakras of the body. Sometimes we can feel ourselves in our heart. Sometimes we can feel ourselves in our diaphragm, our belly, our solar plexus region. Sometimes we can't, but sometimes it's easier to access a feeling of how we might feel a little higher in the body, but the lower chakras are not places of the body we're trained to be in. We have to train ourselves to be there, which takes practice. But the way I like to, this is how I've described it in my experience, because here's what I've noticed for myself is that here I am, an energy healing teacher. I've wrote a book on becoming an empowered empath, some of which is this what we're talking about today. Some of overly empathic or taking on the energy of others is codependency. Some of it, some it has parallels. Sometimes it's not completely, there's some differences, but there's some similarities. So what happens here is that when, so I'm teaching this and, and I've explained this once to one of my therapists and I said, that I could make any change externally in my life, in relationships or in any patterns. And I could shift things, I could upheave everything, I could walk away, but that doesn't build, that doesn't shift the connection in my lower body. And what I said to her and explains how I see it for myself is that we have this beautiful central channel. If you've been listening to my podcast or reading my books or in my classes, you know what I'm talking about. We have this beautiful central channel from the crown of our head to our tailbone. And if it stops at the solar plexus, or it stops at the base of the heart, then we have work to do then shifting anything externally isn't necessarily going to make that pillar come down further. That's the inner work. So until we know, I know, you know, what it feels like to really maintain connection to self between the heart and the tailbone, until we know how to do that, We aren't necessarily feeling the full capacity of ourselves. Some of that is in the closet. Some of that is stuck. Some of that is missing. Some of that is suppressed. So with codependency and healing and shifting the patterns, the work becomes how am I starting to process what I'm holding from the the waist down in those areas of the body. How am I releasing old patterns? So how do we bridge here from the diaphragm down into the root chakra? So part of it's going to be about how am I unpacking the fears that I might be holding here at the base of the body? The energy that has caused me to disconnect from myself, it's probably old, old energy that we hold. And sometimes it's really hard to look at what's beneath the belt, so to speak, energetically, um, because sometimes it feels like it's a lot, there's a lot there. But when we recognize it's old energy and we're carrying it still, sometimes we can give ourselves that that connection to the root chakra as if it were a part of us that we could talk to. Root chakra, base of the body, it's time to let go. It's time to let go. And you can guide your breath to that area and breathe and through your exhales, allow that energy to release down into the earth. I like to use the image of the grounding cord. So you let that energy release down And then we can do the same in the second chakra area of the body and just breathing here and inviting energy to release down through the earth, letting it go, letting it transform, forgiving it, maybe being angry about it. I, In that case, anger is good. I think anger is good in general. It's just we're not taught that it is of giving yourself permission to really feel and breathe and let go because down in the lower body, it's it's feeling, it is feeling centers. We can't always think our way out of the energy there. It's a matter of how do I breathe into it? How do I let it go down into the earth or you know, let it dissolve, however you want to see that letting go process. But what this does is that it starts to let go of the energy that is taking up space in those areas of the body that have prevented your soul from sitting in those areas, from embodying in those areas. And so sometimes we can't feel self in those areas because self is a little higher and other stuff is down there. And this is where again we can fall into codependency because we're not owned, we're not claiming those lower areas of the body. So how do we now make space through your breath and through your awareness to clear that energy down into the lower, you know, into in, from the lower body into the earth, so that more of your soul can take a deep seat inside yourself, and there's more presence in those first three chakras in particular. And when we can connect there and know those areas, really know how we feel, what we need, and be able to trust ourself in those areas of the body and to really feel that connection, that's where we can start to shift the patterns around codependency because what the shift is, isn't about what the other person is doing or isn't doing. It's about how do I feel? What do I need? And the, the uh, I would say the trained impulse to tune in with yourself before, again, overriding yourself to meet someone else's need. In other words, instead of abandoning yourself. So I say trained impulses and I say that because the more we practice connecting in these lower power centers, clearing energy and making more space for that pillar to come all the way down and to have that felt sense, the more it actually, it, it, it becomes ingrained. It's like shifting the groove from an old pattern to a healthier pattern, the pattern is I can feel myself. I can feel deeply connected here. So this is the work that we can continue to do. You can continue to do working on staying centered with yourself. Um, I like to feel my feet on the earth. I like to visualize that pillar connected. And when I visualize it, or some days when I can't visualize it, I like to feel it. Feel it as an intact pillar through my body. And I like to practice that for myself in relation to other people. So while I'm having conversations in the back of my mind and my awareness, it's there. I feel it. I sense it. I'm not, I'm with myself. I'm not abandoning myself. And then, then from there, I'm able to consider myself and my intuition starts to actually communicate a little bit more around whatever might be going on because I'm connected. It's not necessarily that I'm meeting someone else's um, needs before my own, um, you know, and, or I can check in with myself and say, is it okay that I'm meeting this other person's needs? Am I okay? Am I fulfilled? Am I getting what I need? Great. I've got plenty more to give. So sometimes that is okay. And, and, and certainly as your, if your parents are caretakers, you're, you're in that role, but, but without its caretaking or or being with others without abandoning yourself or that connection of the pillar in the lower half of the body So continue to practice that. I hope that supports you. I hope this episode supports you. Uh, Of course, if you are ever interested in energy healing and really working on all aspects of your energy system, please visit my website, schoolofintuitivestudies.com. You can also become a member of the school and receive guided healing from me every month Um, and an opportunity to ask questions. We have a Q and A session. It's very beautiful community. So if you are interested, you can become a member of the school of intuitive studies. And we also have other training programs. If you're interested in training as a healer, becoming an intuitive energy healer, learning from me, you can register or excuse me, apply for the intuitive healer training program. That is something we offer as our in-depth program for, uh, for training and intuitive development. I hope this supports you and wishing.